Feature Story News in Washington. I'm Rebecca Foster. 
The Afghan government is scrambling to stall the Taliban's seemingly unstoppable military advance as one city after the other falls to the militants. Afghan President Ashraf Ghani has flown to the key city of Mazar-i-Sharif to try and rally military resistance to the Taliban. U.S.-led talks in Doha are continuing, with Washington threatening the Taliban with international isolation if they take the country by force. FSN's Nina Maria Potts reports. Afghan President Ashraf Ghani has flown to the country's fourth largest city to rally support for a fight back. But with the Taliban so far taking control of nine of the country's provincial capitals, the odds are not in his favour. The move comes amid warnings that Kabul too will fall to the Taliban, a development that has shocked even the most pessimistic observers. US President Joe Biden on Tuesday said he had no regrets over his decision to withdraw US troops from Afghanistan completely. He called on the Afghans to fight for their nation and fight themselves. Troika talks in Doha are underway with the US warning Afghanistan of international isolation amid intense criticism of the Biden administration for abandoning the Afghan people. A British embassy worker has been arrested in Berlin, accused of spying for Russia. The arrest follows a joint investigation between British and German police. Trent Murray has the latest from Berlin. German prosecutors say the 57-year-old UK national worked for the British Embassy in Berlin and he was arrested for allegedly providing documents he obtained in that work to the Russian Secret Service in exchange for money. He was arrested in Potsdam, just outside of the German capital, and has been named only as David S. A judge will decide whether police can keep him in custody. The arrest follows a joint operation between German and British authorities. The man's home and office have already been searched. German investigators believe that he's worked with the Russian Secret Service since at least November of 2020. Russian opposition figure Alexei Navalny has been accused of creating an organization that infringes on the rights of citizens. Navalny is already in prison, serving a sentence for fraud charges his supporters say are fabricated. Julia Chapman reports from Moscow. Russia's investigative committee says Alexei Navalny's anti-corruption foundation carried out the functions of a foreign agent. It says the organization's employees encouraged Russian citizens to commit illegal acts by calling for them to join protests which hadn't been authorised. The anti-corruption foundation has been dissolved after it was outlawed in June by a judge who declared it an extremist group. Allies of Alexei Navalny say they are being targeted as part of a broader crackdown on opposition voices. Many of them face individual criminal charges for their activities as part of Navalny's campaign organisations. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Looking again today at the situation in Afghanistan. President Biden on Tuesday said he has no regrets about ordering the US troop withdrawal and indicated the future is now contingent on the willingness of Afghan forces... You know how sometimes you're out and about and sometimes you have to access a report, maybe your bank account, maybe something that's important to you, but you don't want other people to be able to access it? I know you're probably sitting there for a moment going, well, why don't you just go into incognito mode and use that instead? Well, let me tell you something real quick. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser's history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you visited and that's why even when i'm at home 
I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet provider is. It can be Verizon, Comcast, or even AT&T. The ISP in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites that you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the times, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and is so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all of your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link at expressvpn.com slash safety. And you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash safety. Expressvpn.com slash safety to learn more. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, yeah. Running some risky business over here for sure. Anyways, let's see. Currently 12 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out. So you knew it it, would, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. Everything was going. Everything was moving. Everything was grooving. And voila, our feature story news 
featured out. <laughs> uh, those things happen. That's the way that it goes. Anyways, let's talk about some things that are actually occurring inside of the world of the news. Uh, so let's give it to you from the very top. Bear brothers were arrested for a fatal shooting of a Chicago police officer over the weekend. Emote Morgan, 21, was busted on charges of first-degree murder for killing Officer Ella French, 29 years old. Uh, his brother, tw- Eric Morgan, 22, has been charged with unlawful use of a weapon. Don't know if you heard about that particular one. Uh, an obstruction of Justin, according to the CPD. Uh, the brothers were pulled all over at the um, by French, that's the officer, um, and her partner late on late Saturday night, and a gunfire erupted, and the suspect is the suspect's vehicle. French partners up was critically wounded and it is improving um, incrementally currently, according to the Chicago Police Department. Uh, as previously reported, French was uh, a three-year veteran on the force just in case if you had not heard that. So that's exactly what was going on over there as well. So also in some other news, the Florida Department of Health is asking the CDC to update the COVID-19 case tracker after it incorrectly combined multiple days into one, making the case count explode. The CDC reported 28,317 new cases on Sunday, which um, led to headlines of most confirmed infections in Florida since the beginning of the pandemic. According to the health department, there is 15,319 as of Sunday. So just in case, um, if that's what's going on. Okay, Horsium, I hope you you have a good time on your way out. See you later. Um, So there you go. Um, Let's talk about some other things real quick. The Dixie Fire is now the largest fire in California state history. The devastating blaze that has scorched more than 482,000 acres and is only 22% contained. More than 5,100 firefighters are working to fight the flames. The cause of the fire remains under investigation as we currently speak. So some interesting stuff definitely going on inside of the world um, as we are speaking inside of this multi because that's what we do around here you are listening to something magical (laughs) you're listening to the rated r safety show and just in case if you're wondering or if you're kind of trying to figure out what's going on yes we are back if you were here this morning we were here this morning and now we're back again because we had a total cluster and that's what happens and i figured hey i owed it to you to come back and take care of this. So went ahead to care to care of some stuff. And now we should be live and in living color and going back and forth as, as you are. So thanks for coming back out, hanging out inside of the box. If you want to text via your cell phone, you can do so at 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1. Is there such a, um, why is there such a lag today? I think it's my net. I'm going to tell you this. Here, here's the thing. Uh, here, here's, the, here's the thing real quick. I'm just going to bring this up. If you notice that there is a giant lag, there's a couple of different things that normally takes place. Normally, you have too many other browsers that are actually open or 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 it's your net. It's your Internet for sure. And the lagging portion just kind of happens on your end. On some browsers, you have to hit stop and play depending on the social media. And if you have several social media, depending on you know how, how good or lousy your internet service could be, uh, you could be sitting there for a period of time of kind of sitting there going, uh, what the hell's going on? So don't take it personally. It's nothing that I did to you. Anyways, the American Academy of Pediatrics is urging the FDA to expand authorization 
of COVID-19 vaccines to younger age groups, citing the latest surge in cases. Pfizer says it intends to request emergency approval for its vaccine to be administered to kids ages 5 to 11 by the end of September and with plans to submit the data to younger kids shortly thereafter. Moderna experts say that the vaccine is approved for emergency use um, in winter of 2021, early 2022 for kids under 12. Uh, experts noted that it is unclear whether the Delta variant um, is more severe with children than what it is with adults. So there you go. Some stuff to talk about as we are moving and grooving. I don't know what's going on. I look short in the chair today. <laughs> oh, it probably has something to do with the lens as well, because we did just recently change out the lens. Anyways, let me bring in my friend Johnny Smalls. Let him talk about what's going on inside of the world real quick, inside of the Market Beat Minute. So take a listen to what John has to say. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. Equities continue to tread water near all-time highs on Tuesday. The broad market S&P 500 traded within a very tight range, but did manage to set a new all-time intraday high. The market is being supported by a robust earnings season and the outlook for earnings growth but held back by increased risk to the outlook. While the average S&P 500 company is beating its consensus estimate by a wide margin, the index is facing an earnings cliff in the form of a greatly reduced pace of growth. The next quarter's earnings season is in the first quarter of tough comparisons versus the pandemically boosted quarters of 2020 and pose a big risk to the market. With the Delta variant rapidly spreading and a threat to the global supply chain growing, there is a serious risk the S&P 500 will not match their earnings expectations in the second half of the year. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know what's going on inside of the world of the stocks. As you know, the stock market is open, and thanks, uh, thanks for the comments. He's coming in hot. Yeah, he's coming in hot, all right. Uh, so there you go. I'll hang out here with you. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming out, hanging out, and doing the things you do. Uh, like I always say, I try to pay attention to what's going inside of the box, so I apologize if you're on the radio side of the house and you go, Jay, you're getting distracted. That's kind of what happens. I get distracted on on the words that are coming in through the box because, you know, that's the gig. We're supposed to be hanging out, doing our thing, talking a little bit of what we got going on. So there you go. In case you get lost in who I am, that's the lower third. Oh, maybe I should move the lower third up a little bit. Here we go. That's who I am, just in case if you were not sure. That's me. That's our show. That's where we hang. That's where we do our gigs. That's where we do all of our stuff. So just in case if you were wondering what the hell's going on here on the noontime hour. And yes, if you're on Radio Big or on Safety FM, I am rudely interrupting your show. On Safety FM, I am normally here at the noon hour with the Rated R Safety Show. So kind of you're just getting a, a, the live version, not a, a delayed version from the 7 o'clock hour. And then if you're hanging out on Radio Big, I have rudely, <laughs> rudely interrupted our Chris Russell. So, But Chris is cool with it, so we're okay. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. Wall Street finished with mixed on Tuesday as the Dow rose 162 points. The S&P added four points, and the NASDAQ sank 72 points. Uh, both the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 closed at a new all-time highs. After the Senate passed the infrastructure bill, stock that stood um, between uh, benefit gain Caterpillar Inc. jumped nearly 2.5% after the news. And AMC Entertainment Holding reported a second quarter's result, which beat expectation on both total revenues and earning per share. Um, so let me make sure that I have a clear understanding here. You beat expectations. What the hell were the expectations? Um, Duh. You guys were closed down for a period of time, so I don't know how high the expectations would have been. 
I mean, I'm just asking the question here, not being trying to be a jerk of the jerk, um, as I'm mentioning it, but what were the expectations exactly? Because, I mean, everything was down. Everything was uh, out and about, so that's for sure. So just some things to think about as we are talking here this lovely afternoon at this point. Um, so let's continue with a little bit more going on inside of the world. One New York City landlord is concerned about the going bankrupt amid the continued extent, um, extension of the eviction monetary, uh, moratorium. I can't even speak. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Uh, Jeff Tauti told Fox News yesterday that he has no rights as a landlord as long as the extended CDC eviction ban remains in place. He isn't the only one either. Tenants have been taking advantage of landlords in the entire city, according to what Jeff had to say. Uh, they can pay rent given that they are actually making more money now than between stimulus checks. They're getting an unemployment and they are and that they aren't even because they can't even get away from it. According to Jeff, the temporary ban halts eviction until October the 3rd. So it's kind of a mixed bag here when we start talking about this, because I want you to think about this for a moment. So if you're kind of halting this whole thing when it's all said and done, you're saying, okay, you don't have to do evictions because of what's going on, which I understand. But also as a landlord, you can't make any money. So what's going on with landlords? Is there any kind of restitution, any kind of payment for them um, in regards of uh, what's going on? I'm just asking because I think that those things are important because what are, what is the landlord supposed to do? Because imagine if he invested into the place's passive income and that's how he's, um, that's how he's making his, his moolah for him to be able to pay for what else he has going on. I mean, it kind of makes it slightly difficult to be able to do so. I mean, think about that for just a brief moment. I mean, I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but Hey, let's talk about it. Let's not lie to each other about what exactly is going on. Rated R safety show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so don't know if you heard about this, but a small town in Idaho has um, rallied uh, uh, together in search of a missing five-year-old, Michael Joseph Vaughn. May, uh, Mayor Brian um, Howell told the New York Times that the town of the 5,400 residents have all turned out to try to find the boy. They're uh, draining canals and they're checking homes. They're doing everything they can. That is what they're saying. Um, Vaughn also has last been seen near his home on July the 27th wearing a light blue. Uh, my, is it supposed to be Minecraft? Because it says Mineshaft. Minecraft shirt um, and black boxer briefs and flip-flop sandals. So hold on. Was the kid running around in his underwear? That's weird. Uh, local authorities have not said if um, they are any reliable leads. Uh, do you play? Do, you, do the plays... What do the plays and you will get better? What plays do you want me to do? I'm confused on that one. That's slightly a confusing comment for sure as we are talking on this lovely, lovely, lovely noon edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Um, so let's continue talking. Oregon Governor Kate Brown signed a bill last month that drops the requirements for high school students to prove uh, proficiency in reading, writing, and math before graduation. The Oregon reported that Brown avoided the discussion of the Senate Bill 744 and that the signing of the bill was not made public until recent. In June, lawmakers voted to approve the bill that suspended the requirements for students for three years in an effort to truly reflect that, the, that every student needs to thrive in the 21st century. Critics of the bill claim that lower ex, lowers the expectation for kids. So hold on real quick. I want to make sure that we're clear here. So you're telling me now 
that the expectations for these children is that they don't have to be able to read, they don't have to be able to write, and they don't have to be able to do math before graduation. I don't know what exactly that's going to end up being a good or a bad thing for that child. And I mean, are we saying now that we are so computer dependent that this is what we're that we're relying on for the student? I mean, because that's going to make it a kind of an interesting thing to be able to discuss. So what do you think about this? Like, what's your thought process as you hear this? Could I please get a shout out? How about if I give you a screenshot? What do you think? Does that work for you? And please tell me you don't want the shout out during this commentary. Because you feel that you fall into this category of what we're talking about at the moment, because that would be kind of a weird one. So just some things to think about. So what is your overall thought about this? Because this is going to make things slightly interesting as we are moving forward. It's going to make things interesting for people um, going forward and going, okay, so now what are we doing? So when you start hearing about this, what do you think? Is Oregon doing the right thing? Or is Oregon progressive in what they're doing? Because, I mean, there's been a kind of a, a lot of uh, interesting stuff that comes out of Oregon. And why was this bill not spoken about? And uh, Anyways, I, I, this can get very political very quick. So um, let's get out of here real quick before it gets too crazy for me. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, when you tell me that you're so ready for this, I hope, are, are you telling me that uh, you're ready for uh, for for 744? Is that what you're telling me? You're so ready for it? Anyways, let's continue talking. A 14-year-old boy from California has become the youngest person to swim the entire 21.3-mile length from Lake Tahoe. Uh, James Savage, it's probably part of the last name, competed in the trip across the lake of 12 hours on August the 1st. Last year at age 13, Savage became the youngest to complete the 12 miles. True with to swim, a.k.a. Godfather, from Tahoe West Shore to the site mansion featured in the movie The Godfather 2. At the age of eight, he swam from Alcatraz to San Francisco. What the hell is this kid doing? I mean, he seems like he has a lot of stuff going on, that's for sure. A lot of swim. I mean, what's going on here? Are, are you, do you know something um, that we don't? So there you go. Looks like safety people in Oregon will be teaching remedial education, uneducated workers, more worker, more worker education. Hey, it definitely seems like something of the world of the weird for sure. As it is coming about. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. Two people in the U.S. have died after being infected with um, infected with melodosis. Yes, melodosis, uh, a disease that was previously seen in tropical climates. Two um, two other come down come down with the illness, but recovered according to the CDC. The disease has been reported in Georgia, Kansas, Texas, Minnesota, according to Live Science. The only, the only other known cases of melodosis is in the U.S. where the, on the Virgin Islands in Puerto Rico. None of the four patients traveled outside of the country prior to becoming sick between March and July of this year. The CDC believes that they were mostly likely infected by imported products. Symptoms of the disease include cough, shortness of breath, fatigue, nausea, vomiting, intermittent fever, and body rashes. So now people are going to be thinking about all kinds of crazy stuff as we start seeing, hey... Um, did I get a body rash out of this or is this something that's just the norm? I mean, I don't know. It's just something to think about as we are talking on this lovely noon edition 
of the Rated R Safety Show. So let me kind of go through this portion real quick. Um, so if you're kind of hanging out with us in the morning, you kind of know that when we get towards the mid part, we normally talk about what is going on inside of our main news story. Well, today will not be kind of that part. What I wanted to do today is I wanted to discuss the 13 truths with you. And I really won't be discussing them. I will bring bring in a video that I would love for you to take a listen to of the 13 truths. So take a listen to this as you and I hang out together, listening to um, the 13 truths in life. Because I think that this is going to be important. So take a listen real quick and let me know what you think on the backside. So I'm going to talk to you about some things I've learned in my journey. Now, they may be truths to me, but don't think that that makes them mine because you cannot own a truth. Number one, life's not easy. Do not fall into the trap, the entitlement trap of feeling like you're a victim. You are not. Get over it and get on with it. Number two, unbelievable is the stupidest word in the dictionary. Give others and yourself more credit. It just happened. You witnessed it. You just did it. Believe it. Happiness is an emotional response to an outcome. If I win, I will be happy. If I don't, I won't. And I say if happiness is what you're after, then you're going to be let down frequently and you're going to be unhappy much of your time. Joy, though. Joy is a different thing. It's something else. Joy is not a choice. It's not a response to some result. It's a constant. Joy is the feeling that we have from doing what we are fashioned to do, no matter the outcome. Number four, define success for yourself. Humility is not in vogue anymore. It's too passive. It's a get rich quick on the internet, richest 15 minutes of fame world that we live in, and we see it every day. But we all want to succeed, right? So the question that we got to ask ourselves is what success is to us, what success is to you. Whatever your answer is, don't choose anything that will jeopardize your soul. We've all got two wolves in us, a good one and a bad one, and they both want to eat. The best I can tell, we just got to feed that good one a little more than the other one. Number five, process of elimination is the first step to our identity, a.k.a. where you are not is as important as where you are. The first step that leads to our identity in life is usually not, I know who I am, I know who I am. That's not the first step. The first step's usually, I know who I am not. Process of elimination. Get rid of the excess, the wasted time. Decrease your options. If you do this, you will have accidentally, almost innocently, put in front of you what is important to you by process of elimination. Number six, don't leave crumbs. So what are crumbs? Well, the crumbs I'm talking about are the choices that we make that make us have to look over our shoulder in the future. They come in the form of regret, guilt, and remorse. You leave crumbs today, they will cause you more stress tomorrow. And they disallow you from creating a customized future in which you do not have to look over your shoulder. So let's flip the script. Instead of creating outcomes that take from us, let's create more outcomes that pay us back. Fill us up. Keep your fire lit, turn you on for the most amount of time in your future. These are the choices I'm talking about. And this is the beauty of delayed gratification. Number seven, dissect your successes. We so often focus on failure, don't we? We study failure. 
obsessed with failure. We dissect failure and our failures. I find that most of the times our obsession with what is wrong just ends up breeding more wrong, more failure. And the easiest way to dissect success is through gratitude. Giving thanks for that which we do have, for what is working. Appreciating the simple things we sometimes take for granted. Now, I'm not saying be in denial of your failures. No, we can learn from them too, but only if we look at them constructively as a means to reveal what we are good at, what we can get better at, what we do succeed at. Number eight, make voluntary obligations. I'm talking about the you versus you obligations. We have to have them. They are your secrets with yourself, your own private counsel, personal protocols. An honest man's pillow is his peace of mind. And when you lay down on that pillow at night, no matter who's in your bed, we all sleep alone. Number nine, from can to want, even when it means having more. Right, be discerning. Choose it because you want it. Do it because you want to. Number 10, a roof is a man-made thing. And it's because we have created a fictitious ceiling, a roof, to our expectations of ourselves. A limit where we think it's all too good to be true. But it's not. We do our best when our destinations are beyond the measurement, when our reach continually exceeds our grasp, and when we have immortal finish lines. And when we do this, the race is never over. The journey has no port. The adventure never ends because we are always on the way. Number 11, turn the page. Guilt and regret kills many a man before their time. So turn the page, get off the ride. You are the author of the book of your life. Number 12, give your obstacles credit. I, I think fear is a good thing. Now why? Because it increases our need to overcome that fear. Say the fear out loud, admit it, give them the credit they deserve. Don't get all macho and act like they're no big deal. And don't get paralyzed by denying that they exist and therefore abandoning your need to overcome them. So be brave, have courage, and when you do, you get stronger, you get more aware, you get more respectful of yourself and that which you fear. Number 13, so how do we know when we cross the truth? 13, someone was asking, why did I pick 13? That's an unlucky number. I awoke on this 13th morning to a rising sun, surprisingly fresh and energized. My gut was still a peaked from last night's purge, but I curiously felt pretty good. Felt alive, felt clean. I felt free and light. And somewhere in my captivation, I heard this little voice inside my head say these words. All I want is what I can see. And all I can see is what's in front of me. You see, I crossed the truth that morning. Now, did I find it? I, I don't know. I think it found me. Why? Because I put myself in a place to be found. I put myself in a place to receive the truth. We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to Real Safety Talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So 
someone being bullied online, you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I'm Jeff Fire. Most people don't know that most of the billions of dollars that I've won in the last 42 years since becoming a trial lawyer didn't go to me. It went to the thousands of clients that hired me to be their warrior. That's my passion. That's what drives me. And nobody does it better because I was born for this. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. I won't see your face wherever I look. Okay, there you go. That's The Light by Loving Caliber. This song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. 
Okay, there you go, there you go, there you go. Let's get back situated. Anyways, a lot of wisdom being dropped by Matthew McConaughey. Um, exactly saying, calling it as it is, just in case. Um, so some stuff to think about. By the way, a lot of stuff coming inside of the chat box. So thank you for that. Uh, as I take a look here, though, where's that sub-only chat? Well, here's the thing. And I'll, and I mean, let's just be real here. The sub only chat limits the subscribers only on Twitch. So I will not get the feed from the other places that are coming about and all that kind of fun stuff. So that is why normally I do not turn it on. So that is the reasoning behind it in case you wanted to know. Today is a fine day. Well, thank you for letting me know that. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world of the multiverse because those are always important. So let's take it from the top. Improving physical education classes at school could be the key to students getting their higher grades, especially in math, according to a new study. Was this study done in Oregon? Um, it was found that uh, that dance, martial arts, high-intensity team sports, and a big impact on children's academic prowess because the conductivity challenges. Uh, Spanish researchers say that they, instead of increasing the number of PE classes per week, schools should um, consider improving the quality of the lessons. The analysts published by the 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 analysts published by the British Journal of Sports Medicine shows that boosting quality of PE lessons increased by brain power and academic results. Primary in math. The results were largely observed among the primary school students. So all of this time, the only way to be a the only <laughs> once they eliminated dodgeball from the gym class, I was able to think much clearer. So of course they can get the same results by making the gym coach take over the math class, or that would just be seem like the kids are being cruel to the teacher. So there you go. Hey, what's up? What's what's doing? You you're right. I'm right. I don't know if I'm right. Somebody else is telling that research. Definitely not my research to per, to per se um, to talk about. Um, that's something for sure, right there. Duh. Okay, so let's continue talking. There's a cat app for that. Not a joke. Cat owners who love to take pictures with their furry friends now have a new excuse to pull out their smartphones and snap a photo. It could help the cat. Calgary, Alberta animal health technology company Sylvester AI has developed an app called Tably. They uses the phone camera to tell whether the fluffy is feeling pain. After the owner has taken a picture of the apple, look at the look at the ear position and uh, um, eye narrowing muzzle tension, and the whiskers can change to detect distress. A 2019 study found that the so-called feline uh, grimace scale is reliable tools for accurate pain assessments in cats. It is um, hoped that the app could also one day be used to train uh, young students and veterinarians. So there you go. Some things to think about. Um, things to think about because uh because you know that even if facts could talk to you um they wouldn't because that's how cats are and then the other thing is what what a great thing to think about that a feline can talk to you how lovely is that so there you go some stuff to to think about for sure anyways wise guys let's talk a little bit about that real quick 44 minutes past the top of the hour (laughs) oh don't you love when the cough attack starts there's nothing as American as apple pie and hot dogs and baseball. So why not combine the three? That seems the thinking behind the TV. Hold on real quick, because I am going to lose my voice for like five seconds. I can already tell. 
You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So that seems to be the thought um, behind what has been thinking about the TV host Guy Ferrari putting together for tomorrow's Field of Dream baseball game at a pop up baseball diamond in the middle of Iowa Corn Country. Excuse me, Corn Country. The New York Yankee versus the White Sox matchup in Dyersville. The host of Diners and Dives um, has come up with what he's called hot dog apple pie in the lineup of a juicy beef hot dog smothered with. Uh, Fieri's bacon jam enveloped by a flaky pie crust and then topped with apple mustard drizzled. Oh my God, this sounds terrible. Um, and apple, apple spice fans tomorrow, much anticipated cornfield game. We'll have the first look at a very, um, concussion. God, that sounds, uh, that sounds like something crazy. Oh, challenge accepted. Okay. Yeah. Cause it definitely sounds, um, sounds like a challenge. So here you go. Here you go. Very handy for anyone who wants to um, com- have, conven- have the convenience to get their high cholesterol and diabetes all in one place. It definitely sounds like that. And uh, makes you kind of deny the dessert of misbehaving as a kid, though. And is this heaven or flavor town? Because definitely some things to think about for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Does that sound like Flavor Town to you? I know he uses that term a lot. But it's something for sure that I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I Like, do you love that? Like, does that come to mind and you go, hey, this sounds like something fantastic? Does this sound like something that you would definitely want to participate in or partake in? For sure. I mean, I don't know. A lot of interesting stuff uh, going on for sure there. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit more. Ring a bell. The California-based personality assessment company, uh, Truity, has developed a test to help people uh, determine if they are the problem. The toxic person test. (laughs) How timely is this? Um, The toxic person test helps people find out uh, what bad behaviors they have and what actually the toxic person everyone is trying to avoid. The test uses principles of the five models, the the personality, unpopular behaviors on social media to analyze participants and give them feedback. The toxic person test includes ranking how accurate these statements are to participants. So here you go. Take a listen to this. It is a simple fact that I am smarter than the average person. I often have to push people to do things in the way that meets my high standards. I do not like to be treated like one of the crowd. The best way to avoid being disappointed is to expect the worst. Everyone lies. I'm just better than most. Uh, The Druidy team has also identified seven main um, types of toxic people. The Karen wants special treatment because uh, and becomes aggressive when it doesn't appear. The Mansplainer believes that they are intellectually superior to others. The Drama Llama demands outs- um, outsized attention to um, to be their volatile emotions. The slacker are the lazy people who refuse to do their part or let others pick up their slack. The con artists are manipulative people who use their deception and dishonesty to get ahead. The Debbie Downer, these are the negative people that drag others and their, rel- their re- um, relentless per- um, pers- pessimism. The control freak, they are um, all those who try to impose the inflexibility of ideas about right and wrong. Well, I guess these were about covered everybody that I work with, expect the happy Heather in sales and nobody stands her either. So I guess that kind of all works out when it's all said and done, when you really start thinking about it um, in kind of that weird twisted kind of way. 
We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, so let's talk about some other things going on inside of this lovely world of ours as we're talking this morning. Um, Let's talk about... uh, about this so emmy emmy winning new york governor andrew cuomo announced tuesday that he will leave the office in two weeks the announcement didn't include any apology or um contrition for the accusation of sexual harassment um leveled against him it also says that um also left out the entire narrative of the disastrous policies and forced the elderly people who um into co uh, with covid into nursing homes in early days of the pandemic Waiting in the wings it means that uh, Lieutenant Governor Kathy, whatever the hell her last name is, uh, will take over, making her the first female governor in New York. She used to serve as co- in Congress and has been at her post since 2015. So there you go. Go get them. I don't, I don't know who's getting them. That's something for some other person to, uh, to figure out because I'm definitely not the go-getter on that side right there so anyways let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world here uh no winner for saturday night's powerball drawing tonight's drawing will be for 241 million dollar jackpot or 175 million dollar cash payout so there you go if you're looking to play the game you got some stuff that you can play and uh get a hold of there if you're so inclined to do so if you're looking for some reasons today uh, or some reasons to celebrate let's talk about some of those real quick Go, uh, global kinetic sand day national son and daughters day national presidential joke day national raspberry bomb day so there you go some um some different birthdays to celebrate if you are birthdays to celebrate holidays to celebrate uh if you want to do that so there you go some some stuff for sure um, if we want to talk about some things that happened back on this date, let's talk about that real quick. Back in 2008, one day after the American swim team sets the new Olympic record and world record by the 4 by 100 meter relay, another American team crushes it, led by Michael Phelps. The four-man team beat France by a solid eight seconds, shaving four seconds off the previous record. Ironically, Phelps, who won the eighth, me- uh, the eighth gold medal that year, had only the third fastest pace in the group, which is kind of... Um, kind of something to think about so there you go i uh thanks for the comment i want you to stream again but i don't know after streaming twice today i think i think we're at our level we're at our level of 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 streaming capability when it's all said and done for today i mean think about it real quick i mean how many times am i going to stream we already screwed it up this morning and it doesn't sound like the micro i mean the microphone sounds better but it doesn't sound where i want it um, if I'm being 100% honest at this particular moment. Uh, so 51 minutes past the top of the hour, just in case if you're wondering. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Allison Stoner turns 28. Tom, um, Tommy Lauren turns 29. Chris Hemsworth turns 38. Willie Freddie turns 45. Roger Craig Smith, 46. Joe Rogan um, turns 54 today. And Beth Davidsith turns 56. Viola Davis turns 56. Hulk Hogan turns 68. Steve Wozniak turns 71. So there you go. Those are some birthdays you can celebrate if you're looking for a reason to celebrate today. So there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Let's talk about some other things real quick. Let's talk about did you know um, many people who are reluctant to receive the COVID-19 vaccine struggle to present valid reasons for their hesitation. Polish researchers surveyed 492 people who um, um, considered themselves either 
ambiguous towards or opposing vaccination and found that they um, most attributed their aversion to their own other to other people's negative experiences when asked to actually explain such occurrences almost all of them fell back on the vague explanation commonly saying that they simply couldn't believe that they had hurt um that they heard that the vaccines are harmful others parroted common anti-vax claims such as vaccines cause autism allergies or birth defects without citing the research or proof backup of their beliefs so there you go I don't know. Some very interesting stuff still when it comes to this whole vaccine thing. And of course, we can talk about this thing all day long if you wanted to. It seems like, um, as people have been saying, we continue to talk all the time about what is going on with the vaccine. What is going on when it comes to the world of COVID? Because it seems like we spend more time lately talking about COVID than talking about anything else. And if you think about that for a brief moment, you know, I'm not that far off my rocker. I'm not that far off when we're talking about it because it seems like that's what we talk about all the time. Don't let anyone know I'm here. Keep it hush hush, please. Okay. I'm not going to let anyone know that, uh, Nash, let's see, Tauter is here. I won't tell anyone. I'll keep it. I'll keep it on the down low. You and I will be the only ones that know about this. Okay, so let's continue talking real quick about some other things. Let's talk about some whack facts. All coffee is grown within 1,000 miles of the equator. On some Caribbean islands, some Caribbean islands, the oysters can climb trees. Kids are more likely to trust attractive adults. When you walk down a steep hill, the pressure on your knees is equal to three times your body weight. It is impossible to imagine a new color, and dead people can get goosebumps. Now, how the hell did they find that one out? Like, did you take a survey um, post-death? Did you take a survey after someone uh, kicked the bucket? I mean, I don't understand that one. That one, somebody's going to have to explain that one to me. Because how did you figure out that the person actually had uh, had that? I mean, that's 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 a good one. Um, for someone to explain. Anyways, let me tell you about my friends real quick. At the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose life has been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, you go to AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Or you can call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or text the word TALK to 741-741. So there you go. Don't let this be one of these subjects that um, people don't talk about. Because it's something that we should be talking about all the time. Instead of some of the time. Because I think that that's super important. So just think about that for a moment. Anyways, I'm going to get Johnny Smalls in here one more time. Let him talk about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Chris. John Mayer said, don't be scared to walk alone. Don't be scared to like it. That's a great quote, Chris. Some people think they need to have someone with them all the time to be happy. Do not fall into this. There are times to be with other people for sure, but there are also times to be alone and focus on you. If you struggle with this, that's okay, but you really should work on that. I went to the movies by myself one time and I actually had people ask me if everything was okay. Yeah, everything was okay. I wanted 
wanted to see that movie, and my wife did not want to see that movie. There was no reason at all not to go alone. That was really weird to some people. To me, it wasn't weird at all. I just wanted to see the movie. By the way, the movie was pretty good. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quote can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one and exactly what exactly we have going on. It is 57 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out. Let me get you a couple other things before we get you the hell out of here, um, and we'll get you back to Chris Russell if you're hanging out on Radio Big and taking a listen to what we have going on. So here you go. If you need um, a phone starter for today, try this one. What one thing in the world needs more of right now? Who said mask? I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. Uh, well, no, that was the phone started. The random joke goes like this. I thought the dryer was shrinking my clothes. Turns out it was my refrigerator all along. Get it? You get it? You get it? You get it? You get it? Okay, hopefully you did get it. Um, if you need something for the water cooler, try this one. If you're going to do this at work, the most likely time is on Wednesday at 3.45 p.m. What is it? Shop online. Think about that. Most people shop online at 3.45 p.m. on Wednesdays. Why does it work out that way? And how did this national study come about with that number? Something to think about when it's all said and done, though. I mean, think about that. Like, how did they narrow it down to exactly that time? I don't know. They just did. Anyway, so let's continue talking real quick. Uh, well, there's not much to talk about. We're at the end of the show. Safety FM is trash. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, so that's going to call it. That's going to call it for our show for today. Thank you for coming back for round two um, in regards of getting this done. You've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and on RadioBig.FM. Chris Russell will come back, take over if you're hanging out on that side. Remember, Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We can't do what we do without you. The most important part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow with a good functioning microphone. <laughs> so I'll come and hang out with you tomorrow. If I can leave you with a thought for today, think about this. Playing it safe is the riskiest choice you can ever make. Think about that. I know who you are. You know who I am. Duh. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.